Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Telling us a little bit about how the band came together in the first place. Yeah, so uh, like the landmark of the band's beginning is uh, when uh, Pablo and Bruno got together and started writing. Um, and, uh, you know, they eventually met Adam and Jason, and they had another vocalist before me. Um, you know, it's still under no and then, uh, then uh, with that formation, it kind of released uh, an EP. Um, and uh, after the previous vocalist left, uh, I joined in the band. Then uh, we wrote like three demos uh, and, uh, you know, sent it to Nuclear Blast. And, um, you know, that's when we finally got signed and, uh, you know, started writing Order of the Mind from that point on more consciously and purposefully. You know, with that, with that intent of, uh, you know, finishing the album, releasing it, uh, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much uh, in a very short period of time how uh, things are where they are now. Yeah. So, what first drew you to the band? You joined the band a little bit later. What was it that drew you to the band and made you want to join these guys? Oh, thank you for this question. Actually, I try to explain that to people a lot because, you know, uh, even though, like, I met Pablo and Bruno... Uh, even before, they were only Pablo, Bruno, and Adam, basically, and I was friends with them. Uh, I wasn't ready to start doing music full-time yet, but uh, uh, I, I just absolutely loved the, the music that they put out when they're trying to still get a lineup together, and I thought it was so unique and so interesting that I was like, oh man, I have to, I have to you know, talk to these guys, and, and it made me want to do music again, and then I just took it very seriously. They wasn't in the band yet, and eventually I was like, I was so jaded too, man. Like I've been listening to metal for so long, and felt to a point that nothing was changing much, you know. Yeah. And when I heard it, I was like, oh, this is this is really unique. It's really, it's really. If somebody's trying to push this uh, heavy music to some some other uh, direction, and I, I, that that's what attracted me. That's what made me join the band, and you know, and it's, it's exactly why uh, I think uh, we're here now. Yeah, yeah. I know Pablo and Bruno both grew up in very musical homes. Was your home a very musical home? And what kind of music were you listening to before you joined the band? Uh, yeah, my home was very musical in the sense that, you know, my, my dad was always, like, every time you walk in the house, you'd listen to music. Like, music would be, be playing in the background. It's pretty much, like, non-stop. Uh, my brother plays drums, too, so... We, we kind of like since from an early age since we were like in our early teens we would be playing together and all like heavy music mostly like punk hardcore and you know heavier stuff but we have been uh, have been uh, playing that for, for a long time now and yeah so we grew up listening to all sorts of different stuff uh, in Latin America I'm from Brazil and they're both from Chile and Argentina uh, but uh, yeah a lot of Latin music like from all over the continent not only in Brazil but um, and I, I, and and not only that too, like I said, punk and hardcore and metal. It's it's just like a very varied uh, kind of upbringing as far as like 
music is concerned. Yep, yep. And what was the Atlanta music scene like when you guys first started out? Because it's not a music scene that we hear very much about here in Australia. We hear a lot about New York, we hear a lot about LA, but what was the Atlanta music scene like? So, yeah, Atlanta is actually incredibly interesting. Um, I mean, the, you know, you know, everybody knows uh, Mastodon and, uh, um, you know, even though Baroness is not from here, like from Savannah, Georgia, still from Georgia. Uh, Kylie says there's plenty of uh, interesting bands uh, uh, from the area, from the state. Uh, but Atlanta in itself, it's kind of like, it's very varied. There's, there's a lot going on. A lot of shows happening almost on a daily basis. Um, it's it's different in a way because I think things are are very sparse. There's so many, uh, so much, so many different genres of so many different things happening at the same time. Yep. Um, we I don't know anymore. Like uh, I get this question a lot, but I don't know anymore. Like how I mean, people know around here, and we you know it took a, took a while to kind of break through and all that, but. Um, with, uh, with things being the way they are with social media and how much people spend time on their phones and the computers and all that, like it's almost like that, that line of local versus global kind of like got thinner. Um, so a lot, of the, a lot of the stuff that is happening is here or in Australia for that matter. We learn through the same means. So it's kind of like it, it's a little more blurred now for, for, for me to tell like, when does the, the scene begin or end? But yeah, the plenty of bands. It's pretty alive. It's really vivid. Like in general, I'd say Atlanta is a great music city. Uh, we, we don't feel like we, we're lacking anything here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit about the writing process for this album. Like how much of the album was written before you signed with Nuclear Blast, and then how much was written after you were signed with them? So um, you know, when I joined the band. Uh, Nuclear Blast uh, knew we existed basically because they they heard the EP and uh, you know they they got interested, but they hadn't hadn't signed the band yet. Um, and when I joined the band, the mission basically was, well, we have to send uh, Monte Carlo some demos to you know make sure that we, we you know if we want to move forward with this. So that's kind of like what we did. After that point on, we hadn't find anything technically but we had he pretty much said that you know we're good to go that he was still now felt confident with, about with the band so uh, uh, I think we were uh, there were so there were two songs written um, and uh, a few a few more on the making I think actually by the time we actually signed the paper there were probably like six songs but we we're already writing with that intent so yeah um, yeah, so so that's that's kind of like how it went. The the thing is, uh, when we write, we just normally spend a good amount of time on each song. So, uh, like probably like a month, I'll say, per song until they're they're fully done. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that, that's a long uh, time. Kind of hard sometimes to keep track. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's a long time per song. What is the actual writing process like? Like, do you start with the lyrics or do you start with the riff? Where Where does the writing process start and how does it pan out from there? So it starts with Pablo basically. He's like uh, it brings in like the core of what a song is going to be like. He's an excellent drummer, excellent guitarist. So we're lucky to have somebody like that to you know, bring in the bones of the, the, the demos, like from his house. So, but it, he shows me, shows me, shows uh, 
uh, you know, uh, sometimes Adam, sometimes Bruno, and I, I try to put vocals in it first, uh, with that, that bare bones kind of demo version of it. Then uh, once I'm more or less satisfied with it, I send it back to him, he gives some opinion, then we go to Adam's house, uh, he has a home studio there, and then Adam is really good producing stuff and writing too, so we start picking stuff apart, moving parts around, feeling struck some structure and uh you know and after that's done then we bring jason in because jason is a really excellent drummer like virtuoso kind of drummer and uh he puts like really cool spins on things so and then at that point then i just review the lyrics change a few things here and there and then uh we go to the song hunting and more specific uh you know for production parts of it but then, yeah, at the end, uh, after a month, this song, the quality of the demos are normally pretty good because Adam is pretty good at mixing too. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so when I go to the studio, normally we don't have a whole lot to argue about. We do that on purpose. <laughs> we also, <laughs> like, you know, discuss everything that we have to avoid any, any, you know, any big discussion during a time crunch, which is basically when you go to the studio, you have a deadline. So, um, we, we avoid all that by, by demoing things out a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, did you guys kind of have a clear plan what you wanted to achieve with this album? Like, was there a certain sound that you were trying to get, or a certain theme that you wanted to explore? Mm, not really, actually. Sound-wise, I don't think so. We just wanted to make sure that things were intense enough and not boring. And But, uh, yeah, it's, it's very organic. Everything, um, Pablo starts his first uh, round of uh, demos, and I put my first vocals in. We're not trying to do much, much, much in the, cautiously. We're trying to just let stuff out, uh, and then uh, we'll see what happens. It's kind of weird that, that, for example, it's a curious thing that uh, the songs are pretty much, you know, like the way they're listed in the album was pretty much uh, when they were recorded. So, like, Eons was, you know, the first one, and Burning Shade, and so on, and the last one was Nerve. Uh, it came out almost like a year after the, the first song. So, yeah, everything feels organic, but sometimes, somehow, they, meant, they, they blend in well together. Uh, it, it's kind of weird in there, guys. It's kind of creepy, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's so connected, and, and it's all subconscious. Yeah. You also went across to the UK to work with uh, Lewis Johns as the producer. Tell us a little bit about Lewis, what he was like to work with, and what you, th- what you believe he brought to the album. Oh, it was excellent. Um, yeah, we were, we were like infatuated with drum sounds because uh, we came across uh, Conjurer's, uh, Conjurer's album, Meyer, uh, that he had produced, and we loved his drum sound in that, in that album. And we were like, oh man, we have to work with this guy. Well, he's in the UK, but we'll, we'll figure it out. It turns out it was good because like, the facilities there, we, we were able to, to sleep there, so we would focus, you know, 100% on the, on the album and, you know, uh, Louis is just a great guy to work with. Like he's incredibly professional, incredibly meticulous, super nice. Uh, and it's just like the kind of stuff that like you have no no complaints. Very patient too with us. You know, the first time there was a lot of nerves too. But as, as everything was really demoed out, we felt really confident, and um, you know, I think it was a, was an excellent decision. After I mean, now he's like our friend. Like at this point, it is uh, we feel that that close to him. So. It was, it was good in more than uh, professional ways. Like it, it became a friendship 
Definitely, definitely. Now, I know we are fast running out of time, so I'd love to ask before I go, once all this lockdown stuff is over, is there any chance you guys might come to Australia for a tour at some stage? And is what would you like to say to your Australian fans out there before they go out and grab a copy of the album? <laughs> oh, I would love to. I even have, like, a cousin who lives in Sydney there. Like, it would be nice to go and talk to him and, uh, you know, say hi. Um, yeah, I, I mean, we we have been in the studio, like I said, for, like, over a year. We are, like, so hungry to play. We feel kind of rusty, and, you know, we're, like, dying to play. And then this coronavirus thing came in and kind of, like, was a big, big downer. I mean, thankfully, you know, we haven't suffered as much as, so many other great bands that, that we really like. Uh, unfortunately, that's the case. I think it's a good time now for people to support artists that you know rely on playing live shows and they can't. So whatever people can do to, to make that happen, that'll be great. In our case, uh, Australia will be, will be uh, kind of like a dream come true. Like not too far along, we think that we would be, uh, you know, we, we could be doing all this work for not much, but uh, hopefully with, uh, you know, people enjoying the album will be able to make it there and I don't know I think we're going to lose our minds if we <laughs> to make it there like it's so so such a surreal experience you know yeah, it is. Yeah, we're in complete lockdown here at the moment. So, yeah, it's such a weird feeling. But, mate, thank you so much for chatting to us today. It's been an absolute pleasure, and hopefully we do get to see you in the future. Oh, yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for calling back. I was actually going to text uh, Jamie and make sure that everything was okay. So thanks for uh, reaching out. Not a problem at all. Now, you stay safe, and, yeah, we'll chat soon. Yep, take it easy. All right, okay, Bye-bye. mate. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.